All right, so what I want to do is talk to you guys today about Wonder Woman 1984. There's so much crap out there about how terrible the movie is, how the storyline was a mess, that they couldn't follow it, and all that. Well, you know what? You're not really looking at the movie for what it is. Maybe it's not a great movie, but it was tolerable, and it was... It was good. It was okay. Don't worry. There's not going to be any spoilers in this. Um, I don't want to call it a review because it's not going to be a review. It's just going to give you my take on on Wonder Woman. And what I'd like to do really is start off by reading some of the comments on here that I've found. And this is coming from the Fandango site from some of the some of the moviegoers. Uh, somebody named Colin F. Uh, gave it a half star. And this is what he said. He said, the opening sequence is beyond bad, not even campy bad, and it goes down from there. Writing, hated it. Plot, hated it. Acting, hated it. The half star is for Kristen Wiig, yeah, who looks great and does not suck. So there's a few other things he adds in there. Uh, we've got Don L, also with a half star, that says the movie was horrible, a cheesy Hallmark flick. Wonder Woman had few action scenes, a ridiculous narration, and poor writing. I am appalled. And it goes on to another guy named Chris G that gave it a half star that says, Horribly written, terribly acted, totally forgettable. There are so many bad reviews. Uh, oh, here's one. Uh, a guy named John C says, I thought it was a good story and was fun. There were some heartfelt moments. So you see where this is kind of going. Uh, not, not so good. And then we come over to what we will say the professional movie reviewers. And our big time movie reviewer, we have uh, Leonard Moulton, who I'm not really sure what the rating that he gives on it, but it's not that good. It says, uh, overall, I felt disconnected from the movie, except for moments that focused on human scale situations. It struggles to be relevant and serious. Well, hold on. What do you mean it struggles to be relevant? Maybe not serious, but it is a serious subject matter. Uh, it goes on to say, but in a superficial way, cartoony way, it drones on for two and a half hours, but it hasn't got a lot to say. Well, yes and no. I mean, I kind of agree, kind of don't. Uh, I'll tell you. From the start of the movie, the opening scene, within the first ten minutes, it literally spells it out for you and tells you what the movie is going to be about. And it doesn't stray from that at all. In fact, it, it, it sticks to it so much that perhaps that's what makes it bad. I don't know. Um, and for the part that it says it's not relevant, oh, he's far from being right with that one. It is so relevant to what is happening today. Maybe again, that's what makes it so it's not that good a lot of us will go to the movies to escape to to fantasize to leave behind you know our everyday troubles and we don't want to go to a movie and watch on the big screen all of our problems and troubles and issues um you know there are these other reviewers and people saying oh it 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 reflects too much of what's going on today why did they make the movie like that well you got to think about it this way. The movie wasn't made yesterday and, and then came out right away. Um, some of you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think production on the movie started back in 
like June of 2017. And then it wrapped up a uh, production. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, that would have been June of 2018. So my correction on that. Uh, so that's when they started production. And then they wrapped up, uh, I believe it was December uh, 2018. And then the movie was supposed to be released in December of 2019. And it get, kept on getting pushed out, pushed out, pushed out. And finally released December 25th. 2020 so it wasn't like i said it wasn't like the movie was made specifically for what is happening now for the relevance um i don't want to talk about any part of the scene of the movie or anything like that because i don't want to spoil it for those who have not seen it yet but i say give it a chance take the movie for what it is go there and watch it when you see it and you see the opening scene and there's a line that specifically like I said, spells out what the movie is going to be about. And that theme carries on throughout the entire movie. Perhaps, again, that may have been part of the downfall. I don't know. Uh, I will say that um, because of the theme and everything, it's not this action-packed superhero fight them, go get this, go get that, do it all up and chasing kind of thing. Uh that really doesn't happen throughout the movie or it's in just very, very, very small parts of the movie. Um, how do I put this? Everything that you've seen in the previews over the past year and a half or so is pretty much everything that you're going to see for action. Um, you know, it, it's maybe extended a little bit, but what you see and what you've seen on previews that's what you're going to get for the action stuff in this movie. Uh, one of my friends kind of said it best where he said, meh, it was good, it was okay, not good as the first one, but my mother loved it. Well, that's because there's uh, kind of a love theme behind all this as well. More than kind of. We know what happened at the end of the first one. So, you know, she f falls in love and, well... We know what happens from there. Uh, anyhow, uh, let me keep on going on about this movie and my personal take. Again, I think maybe some of the other issues or problems that people might be having is we've been waiting for this movie for a long time. And we were looking forward to seeing it on a huge screen at the movie theater, you know, some of us are, or a lot of people are fortunate enough to have a big screen TV, but some people have really large projection screens. And I'm fortunate enough to have a nice setup in my home for um, a theater room. I've got a large screen, got the full, you know, 7.2 surround sound, the works on it. So it, it's, it sounds and looks great. So what happens when you're watching a movie at home? Well... Unlike the movie theater and the movies where you're forced to sit there and watch the entire movie and soak it in at home, you've got control. Pause. I got to go get a drink. You come back. You start it. Pause. I got to go to the bathroom. You come back. You start it. Pause. I got to take the dog out. Start it. You're distracted, so you're really not investing your 
itself, your time in the movie. So I think that's another bad thing about this particular movie. Now, there are some movies that might work, you know, kitty movies and things like that. But when you're looking for a big blockbuster movie, nothing replaces seeing it in a huge theater with full-on surround sound and there's no interruption other than people getting up in front of you going to get popcorn. But other than that, the movie doesn't stop. It doesn't stop for you. You can't pause it. It keeps going. So you have to sit there and you have to watch the movie. So I think, again, that's another reason why a lot of people might be criticizing how, how bad the movie is. Trust me, it's not that bad. Maybe it's not as good as the first one, but it does follow through with the storyline that is set from the beginning. All right, so let's talk about the director, Patty or Patricia Jenkins. Uh, she directed the first Wonder Woman, which so many people love that movie. Uh, Jenkins also did a, a lot of TV. She's either directed or written TV shows. Um, gosh, Betrayal, The Killing, um, Arrested Development. Now, she, I believe she also wrote the, the movie Monster with um, Christina Ricci and Charlize Theron, or Theron, I'm not sure how you really pronounce it but so she's done some good work um so what do we say about this movie um was there too much femininity in there was there too much love was there too much emotion what is it about this that you didn't like please comment please let me know you can call in and leave your voice your comments call in to the hotline at 425-998-8251. I really want to hear from you guys. So again, call in with your comments at 425-998-8251. Let me know, did you think it was too womeny, gushy, not enough substance, not enough masculinity? Uh, let me know your thoughts on that. Because uh, again, I thought that the movie did a good job of sticking to the storyline, whether you like it or not. And I'm not saying that I love the movie. And I'm not saying it was better than the first. I will say the first one was better. It's more of a superhero movie that we're thinking of. Um, and this one just builds upon the person, the individual, the the person who, who is Wonder Woman. Um, uh, and I think it gives more of an emotional side of who she is and why she fights for justice, you know, kind of like a, a Superman story, why Superman fights for justice. But just give it a go. Watch the movie. Give it an open mind. Try not to pause the darn thing and get a cup of water or beer or spaghetti or try not to go to the bathroom so often. Watch it like it's a movie. Dim the lights. If you got a surround sound system, turn it up a little bit. Sit there and watch the movie. Turn your phones off and just watch it. You know, when you're at the movie, you see that very first thing that pops up. Um, be courteous to others. Turn off your phones. No texting during the movie. Kind of do the same thing at home. Just so you can actually experience this like a movie and not a TV show. So, that's my thought on the movie. Not much substance, but hey... Hopefully it gives you a little insight to 
um, some expectations in the movie. Don't go in there and thinking that it's going to be uh, an action-packed superhero movie. It is about a superhero. Um, there are superhero moments, but this is more than that. So, again, my thoughts. Uh, leave me those voice comments or put down comments. 425-998-8251. And please... Rate this podcast as a five star. I need some more of you to to rate it. That way it'll get pushed out there for more people to listen to it. Thank you again. My name is Chuck Tuck and I'm your host for Open Mic with Chuck Tuck. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining in to listen to the podcast. I'm going to ask you again, as I always do, please rate the podcast. Have a heart. Give me five stars. It's going to only help the channel uh, get recognized and get heard uh, by others other than yourself. Please, the other thing is leave a comment if there's a place to leave a comment, no matter who or where you're listening to this, whether it's on Apple, Google, Spotify, or Anchor. If you find a place where it asks for comments, please leave a comment. Other than that... Again, thanks for listening. Please come back. Join me hopefully every week to listen to a new podcast show. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, please call in to the hotline and leave a message. If you want to be a guest, do the same thing. Call into the hotline and let me know that you want to be a guest. Hotline number is 425-998-8251. Again, that hotline number to call in for comments and to make suggestions and to say that you want to be a guest is 425-998-8251. So until next time, have a great one. Thank you much.